Bring the ship up to broadcast it. We're going in. Passing you into FM. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward. With arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What's new? What are you doing? Uh, What's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into The Hideout, your safe place. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. My friends, we are live on a Saturday night and are excited. Yes, actually excited to take your phone calls. 800-636-1067. That's 800-636-1067. Hideout Radio is the website, hideoutradio.com. And Hideout Radio on your AOL Instant Messenger is how you can get a hold of us throughout the show and uh, chime in that way. Yes, absolutely. I man the Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio. And uh, we're very excited to be with you on this Saturday evening Rolling up until 9 o'clock and Joe Radio, Joe Ardinger. Uh, do and, do feel free to participate. Yes, and uh, hopefully sometime this week or probably next with the uh, with uh, the week as it is, going to be very, very busy. We will have yardstickofdeath.com ready to go very, very soon for you as well, you for know, all the people who heard on XM Satellite Radio on Sunday. Yeah, in fact, I want to talk a little bit about that on on this side. Mm-hmm. On this side of the program, because <laughs> right. we have two sides of programming. Not really, but anyway. We like to act like we do. Yeah, exactly. Let me write that down. The yardstick of death. Oh, boy, what a week. I'm tired. It's been a long one. This one has been longer than normal. It flew by. I'm not going to lie to you. But really? Yeah, it, it, it flew by for me, at it, least. It, I've had those weeks where this is how my week is. It kind of Now that I'm at the end of it, it feels like it flew by. But if I think back to Monday... It feels like an eternity ago. I can't even imagine uh, being back at Monday at no, this point. No, I couldn't either because uh, the Jason Kidd trade wasn't finalized. <laughs> and that's the way my life revolves as a lifelong Dallas Maverick uh, fan. That uh, I am absolutely uh, ecstatic that we now have Jason Kidd in our team, even though it's not going to help us in the very hard west. And I wish uh, that Mark Cuban would move us to the Eastern Conference where I believe even the Wizards have a chance to make the playoffs. I wasn't able to keep up on the trade. How did it end up actually going through? Because it was a mess. Well, not when in D.C. cares, but... I, it's a big basketball thing. Yeah, it made national headlines. I, they, they put some pieces together, and we, so they, we mortgaged our future to get Jason <laughs> Kidd. But whatever, you got to win now. So uh, And when did it go through? Like Tuesday. Yeah, Monday or Tuesday, to be honest with you. So, anyway, nonetheless... Here we are, my friends. A lot to talk about this week in the hideout. 
I, I allowed Dubs to pick all the topics this week, mm-hmm. and uh, you <laughs> uh, found nothing but conspiracy things for us to talk about all weekend. Well, it's not because I'm a big conspiracy theorist. Just in this case of this week being so crazy, so odd, and everything, the, the lunar eclipse, the earthquakes, Obama the Antichrist. Stop it. And uh, the uh, the particle accelerator, all these things that were going on this week, kind of has me feeling like the end of the world is near. I'm starting to believe. Every time I would ever say that, you because told me you, I was full of it. Because you you thought so for stupid reasons. All your reasoning was fake. You, your reasoning was global warming. And this week we found out the ice caps have started refreezing, and they're back to their normal size. So global warming is fake. Everyone knows it now. Um, you sound like a chairman from GM who's saying that. Uh, all right. Punani says, topic number one, fat men, fat women, erectile dysfunction. Should they I, be exterminated? Well, I will say that when I was fat, I did have ED. I'll admit to not being able so to. So did I when I was married. So it's fine hey, now. Well, between the two, if you're, if you're uh, up in the 270 range and you're in a long-term relationship, you can... Stop it. 800-636-1067. You know, I was in a really bad mood this week, and I had great sex, and it really does cheer you up. Oh, yeah. There's, Without a doubt. There's something about, like, really good sex, passionate sex, uh, that is uh, that is fantastic. Dubs, how was your day? My day sucked. My day was uh, full of, uh, of classes and test-taking. Like I uh, oh, you're going to finally get that college degree? No, because uh, I work in the food service industry. I had to go take a food handling test. Which here's the funny thing about food handling tests: you only need to get seventy percent to be certified. Sure, because why would you want perfection when it comes to food handling? Ask, and, ask the FDA and, uh, and the USDA. And uh, also, it's pass fail. So it's not like if you get. 95, you get anything, like you're uh, put in charge of more or get to teach other people. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I think it's funny that the people who are working food service mm-hmm. and the whole test is pass-fail, because I'm sure that's the remedial classes that they had all through high school, that's also pass-fail. Oh, yeah. So it's funny how it's just an extension of. Yeah, it's, it's just, uh, you know, uh, an extension of night school. But I went through that, and the, it was boring as all hell. There was test uh, questions that weren't in the booklet, which I didn't even read anyway, so I wouldn't really know. Sure, why would you study for a food service test? Because I know everything. Right. I'm a, I'm a master at food service and Congrats. serving the public. Do you have a master's in that? I should. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I took that, and also what they what they added in with the class was those uh, news, those local news on your side oh, yeah. uh, videos where they took some local ones and kind of put them all together and let you see the uh, the critical list and whatever Fox and ABC on your side uh, calls them. And everybody, I, I think I was the only one watching it at this angle. I was watching it at the angle of disgust for the local media and how they make everything out bigger 
to what it was. Don't be racist, dude. Come on. No, bigger. Oh. Bigger. Like size. Mm. They make it Seriously, grander. that's a stereotype. <laughs> it's a good one, though. Mm. That's one they should be happy about. Okay. Um, yeah, but they make it a uh, grand scale, uh, and they take... They they uh, take pictures of things that have nothing to do with restaurants and kind of make you think that that's what's going on. It's a pain in the ass, and it's very annoying, but people fall for it, and I got to see it firsthand. 30 people in this class all making the same noises, the same comments when stuff came up. All right, so to recap, uh, it's a hideout 106.7 WJFK. Dub spent today... Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a food service exam yes, for food safety, safety yep. uh, for his night job where he is in the food service industry. Mm-hmm. And part of this is that they show you videos of the local news, sensationalism, on your side, look what's going on in the kitchen at your local eatery. And I was getting livid watching this thing because I can look at it critically as how scared the media was trying to make people and it worked it worked at these people who've worked in the food service industry for a while Mm -hmm. and they know how it is they know you don't wash your hands every time they know that you you drop stuff and then you cook it and then you send it out to the people you know that this happens why are you ugging because you've done it to multiple customers Uh, i know i have here's what's funny to me uh, I actually lived this yesterday. Oh, hold on. One more thing, mm-hmm. quickly, and then you can talk about what happened to you yesterday. Um, they actually had to go through about five minutes of how the five-second rule is not real. <laughs> because I, it, the five-second rule has never you, been considered real. It's always been a joke. Can you snag this tape? Is there any possible way you I can think snag I can. this? I can. And then we can beep out. You know, I do. I got to no, hear because this. because it's not. It, there's no actual names of anything in there, so it wouldn't be anything oh, we need to be. It's just general. general. It, it, it's it's the state exam. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it, so wait a second. They had to tell you guys for the, five minutes that the they had five ex- second rule isn't real, and they had like a video of experts talking about studies they did to prove that the five second Who? rule isn't real. Who'd they have? Uh, Hamburglar? Was he <laughs> the one that was sitting there and tell you? Grimace. Grimace was going around saying, "Hey, I, uh, you can't drop stuff and." Uh, put it in your mouth afterwards it's not clean did they just have all those dudes with that wendy's wig uh going on telling you this ain't right the king has to come out and uh mime you because he doesn't say anything uh the the five second rule does not work what yeah now i really want to hear more about the uh the exam and, and 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 what happened let me tell you this really quickly okay so at my regular job during the week my publicist gig every friday we all go out as a you know as the people in the production team, we mm-hmm. uh, we walk into this one place, and it was a hole in the wall. But I like a hole in the wall, a little Greek, yeah. you know, a little Greek um, food place. And the little blonde girl that turn- works with you, yeah, turns okay. around and is like, "I can't eat here." Why? Because I guess it was too dirty, or it looked too dirty, <sighs> or it had a specific smell to it. And then, like, we kept leaving places because it seemed too dirty. And finally, I blurted at them. I'm like, "Is your is your home is is it clean? Is it spotless? Is it pres, you know pristine? No. Is there any reason why you feel that your neighborhood joint has to be clean whenever you're home and and it's full of filth? We live in this whole world of everything has to be sterile, and that's another thing that 
everything has to be sterilized. We can't, you know, 99.99 microorganisms have to be killed on the uh, on every surface of a restaurant. Dude, that's it's ridiculous. Why, that's why this flu is yes. bigger than it's ever been before because everyone's so sterile. I live on the five second rule. I think if I'm not, if I drop it, I have to leave it actually for seven seconds to make sure I'm getting a little dirt on there. I always like to tell people too. I used to leave Taco Bell out. Oh, me for, too. For days. Yeah. Not even in the fridge, but for back seat. But for days. Right in the window where the uh, where it gets recooked again by the sun. And then I would eat it. And guess what? Delicious. I, I delicious. Better than when he bought it. Probably. And I rarely have any stomach issues rarely no me neither i rarely get food poisoning i can't eat crispy fries they have to be soggy and sat there for a while for me to really enjoy them that i can't agree with oh they're delicious i have to have fries that have the form of spaghetti where i could take a fork and wind them around it and eat it that way but what what, what kind of sensationalism was the uh, local media doing in these uh, in this in this video it was so prototypical it was the you know we went in uh, you know, this place had 20 critical, you know, things. And violations. Cri- critical violations are, are such, uh, you know, panty-waste things. They're, they're uh, you know, something being an uh, open beverage being left on a counter. That can be a critical violation. Dude, my grandmother, who makes the best, you know, Mexican food, mm-hmm. has been using the same bacon grease for 10 years. And she just leaves it out. It's this bacon grease that she keeps in this little, like, Betty Crocker tub. And she just pours it in there, leaves it out, and then reuses it. For, like, ten years. The best food always comes from the dirtiest kitchens. After I uh, lock the doors and I'm, uh, you know, not taking customers inside my restaurant, I smoke while I'm cooking. I just sit there smoking. It's, and I no thought you were going to drop a deuce. <laughs> no, I've never... I. But I, I'll say I haven't washed my hands every time. I'll admit to that freely. You don't even bathe. We started off the show last week talking about how you don't even bathe. Did they tell you anything about Oh, yeah, personal, personal hygiene is a, a big thing in the food service industry. I have to tell Why people, do you all look greasy, then? Because we work in the food service industry. Mm, gotcha. All right, Tolu says, don't you got to expose your system to bacteria just yes. to make sure it's working right? Of course you do. But you have all these little soccer moms who are worried about their precious little snowflakes and the fact that they get, may get sick. Guess what? They're supposed to get sick. That's how they get stronger. Instead, you've raised a nation of sissies. We shouldn't die. No one should die from E. coli. E. coli shouldn't be a killer. It should be an upset stomach at best. But we've, we've cleaned stuff so much and made stuff so sterile that if any little organism like that gets into food, it can legitimately kill a kid or an old person. Where did the whole idea of E. coli come from anyway? Because wasn't that seriously before just having, you know, you had diarrhea because you had an upset stomach? and It's just a prob- certain kind of organism. Yeah, I know. I know that. But the, where did it all go back and get pointed back to there was E. coli in this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what? It was bad food. That Whatever happened to just having bad food? Yeah. That will occasionally happen. Man. And then you got it. Then these people, and I don't understand this at all. I've had people call up to my restaurant and said that they uh, they think they got food poisoning from there, which I don't believe, but whatever. And they want their uh, their account credited for future food. Why in the world would you, if you really thought you got sick from a restaurant, why in the world would you? Go back to that restaurant for free food, for any food. 
right. Kyle McBride says, Hefe, I'm personally shocked that your Mexican grandmother is unsanitary. <laughs> Who says it's unsanitary? That's the secret recipe. Lard that's been left out on the stove for 10 years. My uh, cousin, by Curious BJ, uh, what his dad used to do Monday every week is make a pot of slop. And we didn't know what was in it. There was all these different... It was just a pot of uh, ingredients. Nothing really uh, measured out or even named in this thing. But that would sit there all week. And what we would do, we'd make slop sandwiches all week. And just get bread and you know put a few scoops on there. And that's how we ate. And we never got sick. Dude, uh, my chick right now is... Um, she's not very sanitary i guess like she's not real big on keeping everything clean she didn't want she's to... a clean person like uh with hygiene but yeah, not yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as yeah. yeah but you know it's you know she's not concerned that you know everything has to, all the dishes have to be washed before we eat off of them and my ex was mm-hmm. and my ex was always sick because she was raised in this sterile environment i mean i'm even worse than you guys uh i remember we we were grabbing spoons for something i don't know if it was ice cream or something and you guys washed off your spoons that we grabbed out of the unwashed uh, washing machine. And I just grabbed one with a little crust on it. It'll get cleaned off by the uh, the sugar in the ice cream. All right. Hack my almost says, I'm not surprised Dubs doesn't mind the five-second rule. Nests aren't very hygienic. He's used to being so dirty. Yes. And I'm healthier because of it. That is true. You're rarely sick. Mm-mm. You even escaped that flu that I had. Yeah, I was able to. Yeah, I was able to hang around you all week and not even get a sniffle. Yeah, uh, and that's surprising considering that uh, positive you got in that test. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about food service. He also says I personally follow the five. That was a pass fail too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you passed. I personally follow the five to ten second rule. It really doesn't matter with food, and that is true. If there's not a a Nike imprint on it from people stepping on it, it's fine. Eat it. Enjoy it. I like that. I just say just do it because whatever. <laughs> just, yeah, just do I, it. Why don't, well, Swoosh hey, right what, down your stomach. Let me, let me ask you this. When do you think it's going to be about time when they start putting logos on food? You know what I mean? Like when your hamburger patty or your pizza from Pizza Hut actually has like Pizza Hut like burned into the crust. Hmm. Has that happened already? I think it has. I'm trying to think of... I Because there's been, like, cookies and stuff where it has uh, logos on it, but no real meat or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing made to order right. has that logo on it. But, oh, like the uh, like the McDonald's McGriddles. They have that M on the McGriddles. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I don't, delicious. I don't look at the McGriddle. I just inhale it. Mm-hmm. Well... Dubs, I'm with you, man. I think that's a real big problem that we got right now. Everyone's so overly concerned with being with, clean, with being clean, especially food service. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Do you think uh, Do you think you passed your test? I don't know. You're. You, I was allowed to get like thirty wrong. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't know all of it. All right, Fezzes Straight says, when your mom is a janitor, you are immune to filth and disease. Do you think Don't your mom? Personal. Ever, do you think those your mom ever brought stuff home? Oh, my, okay. My mom, uh, of course, a janitor at school, and I'm bragging. Yeah. Um, but what happens in the cafeterias stays in the cafeterias. <laughs> no, uh, they they will stuff will reach a point of expiration. 
It's still good, though. So my mom brings a bunch of it home, throws it in the freezer, and then we'll feed off of it for a few weeks. <laughs> You'll feed off of it like it's the hills have eyes. Yes, yeah, like it's a trough <laughs> with your slop. Why do I live with you? Why do I allow you in our house? Does you love me? You're so filthy. I love how you said we'll feed off of it. Mm -hmm. Like, it really is a pack of animals. Well, it's not food anymore. It's and Mom, really... And Mama Bear has dragged home stuff. I mean, it killed. They're literally three-week-old subs. Really? Yeah. Just freeze them. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, there you go. Dubs is uh, absolutely there. A little lesson. And uh, whenever you go out to eat tonight, do not expect it to be clean. No. Do not expect it to be sanitary. In fact, more than anything else, want it to be dirty. Go find those little hole in the walls. Yeah. Because that's really um, where the good stuff happens, where the really good food happens. In fact, have you ever noticed, too, whenever you that's go like to... like a vaccination shot for you. Whenever you go to someone's house... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they have a clean kitchen. They usually can't cook. Yeah, because they, they, if, if you're cooking and making uh, something that's actually good and not prepackaged, you're going to have kind of dirty kitchen. I'm not saying it has to be disgustingly dirty, but it has to look like it's been used. It yeah. has to be a little dirty. Exactly. We'll take a break and come back. Dubs, there's a law in Maryland that they're trying to pass that I am let me, uh, I'm absolutely against. And also, two, you're convinced the end of the world's around. Yes. And you saw three stories this week that you want to share with us. Mm -hmm. We'll take a break, come back, come back with your phone calls, get this show started. It's the Hideout with Hef and Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Yeah. Why you guys feel you have to be so negative? Hang up on the horn. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer, you beast. Negative. The face fits kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. Beat it. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dub. The Hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I am Al Hafe. That is J Dubs. And we are live, my friends. If you want to participate, 800-636-1067. What was the audio you found, Dubs? Oh, we have a PSA of uh, cleanliness. Someone sent that the, over to you? From the 1950s, yes. A suggestive email with a 1950s PSA attached. Uh, it's how to uh, be clean, neat, and proper. Well, that, that fits considering what... Uh, Considering uh, last week we can download the podcast, Dubs did not shower last week. I did too, just not to like And then also uh, your little uh, test that you had to take today. So cool, mm -hmm. we can get into that. Also, really quickly, before we get bang out a couple phone calls here, Dog the Bounty Hunter's back. Did you see that? No. Uh, going back to A&E, of course, where it was once the uh, highest rated show on that network. Dude has apologized, A&E has accepted his apology, and will resume production. Of course, we all remember the taped phone conversation 
that involved a racial slur uh, concerning his son's black girlfriend. Um, it's more of a just a diatribe. It was such a long, um, thought out, more than a comment. I wouldn't say it was a racist comment. I would say it was a, a racist conversation. Yeah, I want to congratulate your mom on getting her show back, Doug. <laughs> Because, Tell my mom, it's Hillary Clinton. Uh, oh, I was going to say, your mom looks like just like Dog the Bounty Hunter, even with the little uh, peach fuzz. Also, doesn't this just go to show that why do we get so upset about firing people in the first place? Imus gets his gig back, mm-hmm. gets a better gig. Dog the Bounty Hunter comes back. I'm sure Michael Richards will have a hit movie later on this year. It's Why do we even go through all this? Because... I it, and. It's the networks, I think, that trump it up because these networks, they start paying Dog the Bounty Hunter way too much money, and then they have to find a way to have him begging to be back on the air at their station. So what they do, they create this controversy, get him kicked off the air, and they say, okay, we'll bring it back at a test uh, capacity, but for much less money. That is one heck of a uh, conspiracy theory. I don't think it really goes all through that. I think it just genuinely goes to show that... You throw the people to the feeding frenzy, then everyone shuts up and is like, fine, okay, and then forgets that it even happens. Because it was one of the biggest things. That and Imus, oh my God, it was the end of the world. Guess what? It wasn't, and they have their gigs back. Mm. How stupid is the whole thing? Well, Michael Richards didn't have a gig to begin with, so I don't think uh, yeah, that one didn't help out anybody. I'm sure he'll be back. Let's go to Bill Milliken. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Happy Dubs. Bill Milliken, Baptist P.I. scholar and theologian. How you doing? Hey, Bill. Listen, I've been listening to Dub's theories on Barack Obama being the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. So like any good American, I've been studying the book of Revelations recently. Yes. I've found some scriptures I believe have subtle clues. Not only that the Antichrist is going to be black, but that in fact it will be Barack Obama. Okay, first of all, how dare you? I do not lend any credence to any of this initially. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were the Baptist detective, Hefe. <laughs> Proceed. Did you have the scriptures ready? Uh, all right, let me hear this. Well, this is stupid. Well, let me hear what you got. Okay. And out of darkness he shall come and heal a nation torn in two. It is in this way that the beast shall rise to power and rule the world. Now, that's just the first one. Very subtle, but I think I found one that dives even deeper into this conspiracy. Okay. Golden promises shall he utter from enormous lips. Stop. Do not be fooled. No, 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 no. That's inappropriate. What's wrong with you? For the wicked one shall bear the mark of three symbols, and these symbols shall read it. Yes, we can. Hey, this is in the Bible. No, it's not. It's not like not. I'm making this up. You're absolutely making this up, and it's not in the Bible. What's wrong with you? You're, you're a moron, Milliken. I found one passage I believe actually predicts the coming of Jada right. as a prophet. Okay. i like to hear this. Absolutely. It says, The prophet shall have the scent of a camel or of a man that hath not bathed in many months. That that one could be true. His living quarters shall be messy and unkept, and he shall witness a man perish in a great blaze of light. But wise men shall hear his words and become wiser. 
All right. Thank you, Bill Milliken, Baptist PI. F.A., I've got one more. I'd rather not hear it. I'll be perfectly honest. I think you've gone far enough. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> well, he he backs up my statements. And that's not the only reason that I think the world's coming to an end. There's many more, but uh, Barack Obama, I think, and I, I, I'm not saying this for sure. I, I'm not being racist at all. I just think there's about an 80% shot that Barack Obama is the Antichrist. Shut up. This is ludicrous. Why no, do you it's be, not. Why are you saying this kind of stuff, man? It's racist. It's not racist. How is it racist? Milliken's call is racist. Maybe. Maybe not. Oh, the part about you is certainly true. Get what? Because I'm white? Right. Absolutely. Do you think there's a... You, so you are saying without a shadow of a doubt that... All right, why, listen, why do you believe that he is the Antichrist? I'm not the only one that believes it either. There's many uh, Internet uh, conspiracy oh, theorists Oh, so it's on the Internet. There. Well, it is, but I'm just saying See, this I, is the, this there's like-minded people out there like me th saying yes. This is the, there are also people online that say it's okay to be with young children. It's called NAMBLA, and it's online. That doesn't necessarily mean uh, that, there, that it's true just because it's on the Internet and people agree. Um, That's the problem with the internet is that it gives all you people with these awful theories and ideas. You, you know, then there are a couple of other loons out there like you, and you'd be like, "Well, there are other people around the world on the internet." Well, I'm saying that if I was insane, I would wouldn't be the I, I would be the only one saying this, and there's other people saying this. But and, then and, that just means there are other insane people, and there's people who've actually gotten uh, broke it down with uh, his name and birthday. And numerically added up. 666. 666, yes. Uh, Mark of the Beast. I, I know what 666 is. I understand that's supposed to be the devil's and number. And it's been said, and this is uh, on the internet, the uh, Antichrist will be someone attractive. Barack Obama, he's a pretty attractive man. Would you agree? Not really. He's charismatic. That I'll agree with. Persuasive. I suppose. And uh, the ability to uh, they have the ability to promise everyone their uh, their greatest desires. All right, maybe that's just they're just talking about Matthew Lesko. Maybe that's who they're talking about. You know, the guy with are all you the... are you saying Barack Obama is nothing more than uh, a uh, uh, Matthew Lesko of another ilk? Uh, you know, the guy with all the question marks running yeah. around D.C. Uh, offering all the different tax breaks that you can get. From the government, the grants that you don't know that exist. So you're really serious about this? Huh? I do think that there is a uh, eighty percent shot. Why eighty percent of all things? Because I, I, it's not for sure. I think there's twenty percent that the, this, he could be a very, very good president that could bring a lot of positive change. But there is eighty percent shot that he will uh, open the gates of hell on earth. <laughs> All right, you're running a bit, right? No. Can you can you tell people, please, that you're running a bit? No. I think that there is a possibility. And I don't think, if you just close off that possibility, you're insane. 800-636-1067. Now, another big thing. Oh, hold on. Before, I want to okay. analyze this for a moment. Why is it, do you think people, because did we ever hear of any other presidential candidates that could possibly be the Antichrist? Going back through the history of time, have there ever been any others? Uh, or was it just 
I think Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, and Alan Keyes. Those are potentially the other antichrists. Well, we wouldn't even have this problem if JFK made it through and wasn't killed by the uh, devil worshippers in Dallas. I don't believe how people... And, and what's funny is I really think there's a racial aspect to this. Maybe not with you, but with the other people online who disseminate this thing about Obama being a Muslim, about how he doesn't put his hand on the Bible, he puts it on the Quran, about how he's... He's absolutely not a Muslim. Why would he be a Muslim if he's the Antichrist? It just doesn't make any sense. Right, what else did you find? What else are these uh, these rumors and theories that you have? On uh, just Barack Obama? Or, or whatever. You know, okay, uh, another big thing that's going to happen in May is the, uh, the particle accelerator will be started up, which it basically is a way of uh, what it could do. It could create a black hole on Earth. Dude, you're so racist tonight. What is wrong it's with you? It's not that kind of black hole. I uh, gotcha. Okay, fine. Um, All right, people are telling me this in the instant messenger, that they had history teachers that said Reagan was the Antichrist. Because I get Ronald Wilson Reagan, apparently. Um, that's what they say is six six letters. I don't know. That I mean, that's just... People adding up numbers in a name. There's nothing deep about that. Ronald Reagan, if he is guilty of anything, is being the best president we've ever had. Mark, on line one, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Hey, I just want to say Barack Obama has the same chance of being the Antichrist as Dubs has taking a shower every day. You're right, and that's zero. That is zero percent. No, Thank that, you, Mark. That's 80 <laughs> percent. Dude, you fall into that 15% of cleanliness every day. No, there, there's 20% of the time where I'm too tired and I wake up late. Let's go to John on line two. You're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, guys? Are you all familiar with the Mayan calendar? Um, Yeah, isn't that the one that says we're going to be done? Like, the world's going to end at 2012? 2012, yes. So the next president is going to lead us to the end of the world, no and, matter who it is. Yeah, well, not no matter who it is. If it's... Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Barack Obama. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, uh -huh. John. Appreciate it. So McCain can somehow circumvent of course the can. Mayan calendar. Now, you understand the Mayan calendar is just about the end of cycles when it comes to civilizations. Mm -hmm. That's what they mean by the end of the world. It's kind of like this is the end of this cycle, and now there's going to be a new beginning. Not that the world is going to explode. It's not explode. It's not literal. No, it not explode. It would be wiped out. By a black man. Not alone. Listen, hold on. Let me can I, two seconds. Sure. Two Dubs earmuffs. Right, Dubs put his earmuffs on. I don't know what it is with you white people, but there is something about you white people that you will make anything up, including, including, the fact that easily the best candidate for the president of the United States. You will now say that he is potentially the Antichrist because you look for any reason to not vote for a black man. Anything. All right, Dubs, you can take your earmuffs off. 800-636-7. Uh, earmuffs, one more thing. Okay. Dubs likes a lot of penis. All right, let's go to James. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Yes, J-Dubs is the uh, result of when you give an inbred a microphone. Agreed. <laughs> yep. 
thanks a lot. I'm glad to have you guys back to uh, listen to your first round and, and hope you can stay around a long, long time. Thank you, man. Look, Thank you, sir. That's a guy that even knows us and realizes you're inbred. <laughs> and by the way, that's nothing bad, Dubs. Like, I'm you, not inbred. You obviously are. I'm thoroughbred. I'm purebred. Thorough because the train was run on your mom within the family. It was thorough. Everyone, every family member got their shot at her. Um, Obama is the Antichrist, but he is the first space alien invasion. Look at the years. Man, you people are harsh. Absolutely harsh. Or what's your other reason why we're going to be at the end of the world here? Uh, I mentioned the particle accelerator as well. I never heard that. No? They're firing it up in May. Basically, what it is, it's a underground 17-mile um, loop where they are going... It's the largest scale particle accelerator they've ever made. And I'm not completely sure on why they're doing it. Are they putting it in DeLorean? No. Oh, that was the flux capacitor. Yes. My bad. This thing, they're trying to figure out if there's new ways of creating energy. And basically, what it could be is as uh, important as the first time we shot into space, the first time uh, we dropped the atomic bomb. It could be something of that nature. But what it could also do is create a black hole and suck everything, even light, into it in this uh, in the universe. So, so what we're doing here, we're rolling the dice to get cheaper electricity. And possibly creating a black hole that could end the Earth? Yes. Not only the Earth, but the solar system in this part, this chunk yes. of the universe. Yes. I'm willing to go for it. Because right now I'm paying a lot for gas, and my you know my electricity bill's high. It could spur on some of the most important discoveries we can make uh, in the last hundred years. Mm -hmm. But it could also kill us. I'm okay with that. You're not okay with that? Not rolling the dice like this. A black hole, I mean... I can see. Can we call it something else besides a black hole? Because this segment, I really feel like you and Milliken are bringing a racial aspect to the show that I don't want to bring. It's not a racist thing. This black hole is, um, how do I explain it? I don't want to be racist when saying it this way either. <laughs> yeah, you're not. See what I'm saying? You're caught in this mindset. Mm -hmm. You're caught in this mindset, and I think it's going to end up All hurting right. us. And another big thing that happened this week was the... Uh, the earthquake 6.0, and actually a few earthquakes uh, around the uh, globe. How did Obama cause that? He didn't, but he could benefit off of it. How? Um, well, I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's, what he's trying to do is run this hope campaign, and the last thing we need right now are more people losing their homes, so they need this hope campaign. Mm-hmm. In so the end, saying, he, could, he could capitalize on people's misfortunes. But the earthquakes happened during a lunar eclipse, which that's when, that's when we get a big blackout. And Dude, what? enough already. Enough it's with the, the moon getting blacked out. Enough with the subtle racism that you're bringing to the table. It is, again, it's shocking to me what you people, and I'm going to say it, you people, white people will do to keep us from getting a black president. It's shameful, in fact. The lies that you'll create about allegedly a uh, black hole and the lunar eclipse being a blackout of the sun, a, of the moon, or anything along those lines, and that Obama and, could be the Antichrist. And me and a bunch of people were standing around watching the lunar eclipse. Did you get to watch it? No, I did not. And we, 
it was it was interesting. We kept on commenting on each other and how dark it's getting around here. It's it's really really uh, it, it's odd when that thing uh, crosses when the shadow crosses the moon. I had to take a break and go cleanse myself. What are you talking about? You and your friends. You're talking about the neighborhood getting dark. No, from the moon. It, it was a white right. night other than the uh, the lunar eclipse. And when it's and a... just got the neighborhood got very dark at that point. Jesus. I'm offended. Why? I'm talking about eclipses and black holes created man-made. We're trying to play God around here, and the Antichrist is going to kill us all. Don't you know that God was black? Jesus was black, man, so were Adam and Eve. That's fact, my friend. I'll give you Jesus. You get How many black people do you know Adam? Or Eve? I know one Eve. She's a, she's a rap star. Adam, you may have a point on. We'll take a break and come back. It's the hideout. Hefan Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. That's bad radio. Hideout. Good evening, godless sodomite. The Hideout. But we will destroy this place. Hideout. Hour two in the Hideout. 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Doves with live. First hour flew by. Yeah, it was fun. I don't even feel like we started the show yet. I know. Let's start with some uh, good phone calls. 800-636-1067. You can hit head, uh, Hefe up on the AOL Instant Messenger. That's Hideout Radio. Hideoutradio.com is the kind of website. Yeah. Let's get a Jamie. Line one, you're in the hideout. Yeah, we can't really elect Obama because the taxpayers will have to pay all the money to paint the White House. Paint the White House black? Yeah, because it just wouldn't fit. I mean, only white people can be in the White House, right? And, yeah, well, that's what Dub says when he was growing up. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate it. <sighs> Imagine we get, like, a Cuban president. They're going to paint it, like, yellow and pink. See that all the time. Because we live in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh. What is it that somebody... That never happens in north. People say, hey, I want to paint my house pink. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's a completely south thing. Yeah. The, the good thing is, if Obama gets in there, he'll get rid of all of uh, George W.'s garden gnomes. You know, he has just a bunch of gnomes scattered uh, uh, across the, the White House lawn. I don't know if those are gnomes. Uh, I hate to tell you. Um, just really quick, I mean, we're not going to stick on this, but a lot of black folks are really worried about Obama's safety. Why? Uh, one professor at Howard said, you can't have lived through the civil rights movement and know something about the history of African Americans in this country and not be a little concerned. Oh, now they're claiming them. And then, um, another guy said... He's not even going to vote for Obama for fear of exposing him to more danger. So, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? I don't know if that's a reason not to vote for someone because you're trying to protect their, you know, protect them. Um, then there was another lady who said, there is some fear. You look back at all these countries and all these people tried to bring about change. They were killed or threatened. 
because this woman worked for the Virginia uh, Department of Mental Health. She was mm-hmm. troubled listening to a recent local radio show in which one female caller termed Obama the devil and falsely <laughs> asserted that he was a Muslim. Is she referencing this show? Maybe. Oh, help her if she tuned into that last segment. Black Albert, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, what's going on, F.A.? J-Dub. Yo, what's up, dude? Hey, uh, you use my uh, Bang Bros password yet? No, you know what? Uh, in fact, I keep meaning to. Black Albert sent me an email with a uh, Bang Bus, and it had the login and the password. Nice. And I just haven't gotten around to using it yet, man. Is it still hey, man. good? It, it, it's good. I mean, it's really good stuff, like. It's not gay stuff. I I don't roll that way. I don't believe that. Uh, you don't know what way you roll because you're still a virgin. Yeah, you're still. How old hey, are you? Hey, I did get a Jeff Smoker once. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to hear about that. Thank <laughs> you for the phone call. Appreciate it. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. What is he? Almost like twenty one now. He's like twenty one, yeah, twenty two, and he's still a virgin. This is a guy that was a original listener to the Hideout way back when. And uh, come to the studio every once in a while. And he's and he's followed us throughout mm-hmm. our careers. And why did you put the quote marks up when you said careers? Oh, please, <laughs> because because that's what program directors do. <laughs> I saw, got these guys. I saw this going on in Maryland. Apparently, the House of Delegates voted unanimously on Thursday to make it a misdemeanor to knowingly provide someone. Under the age of 21 with alcohol. I guess currently it's a civil fine, not punishable by jail time, but they want to make it a $1,000 fine and 60 days in jail. Wow. I mean, that, I, I can see maybe maybe some kind. There, there should be punishment for it because you are doing something knowingly wrong, but I don't think it should be anything with jail time. Why should you have to go to jail for buying kids a good time? Do I have to? Do I? Would I have to go to jail if I bought kids passes to Bush Gardens? No. Uh, the Republican delegate says adults who supply booze to teens should be subject to arrest with their fingerprints and a mugshot taken. What's going to happen to frats, man? I think frats are the ones like at you know they're the always hit for that kind of stuff, and they uh, they, they get jail time now. I mean, it, it should be kind of case-by-case basis. So that's probably how it is now. You know, uh, the fine goes with how much, uh, you know, or the the severity of the actions taken by the, the minors because of what the, the of-age people did. Am I crazy to say that drinking was just so much more fun when you were underage and oh, it was yeah. wrong? There was a sense of accomplishment then. There's, and... You know, then, you know, you were trying new kinds of drinks and new alcohol, and you would drink black velvet and all this, you know, just horrific alcohol, Bones Farm, anything just to get you drunk. Now you become all picky. You're uh, you're only going to drink off the top shelf. Right. You need, you know, some good mixers with it. Before, you'd walk around with a jug of bottom shelf vodka. And feel like you're king of the world. It would you would drink yeah you drink um, tequila out of a squeeze bottle mm-hmm. and think you were you know think you were king. I don't listen. It's Saturday night. I guess I mean I'm not gonna advocate it, but if we're gonna go get someone under 21 alcohol, 
Better hurry up and do it if you're in Maryland. Tougher penalties. I don't get it, man. Why don't we just make drinking, smoking, and all these other things illegal because it's been demonized to the highest degree? I will agree with smoking that it is time to make it illegal. I mean, you are made to look like an ass if you do any of it. I don't drink, but I smoke. But it's becoming such a pain in the neck. But they're still so so accessible. This kind of like you're stuck right in the middle there. If they would just make them illegal, I would quit. I'm not going to, you know, roll up my own cigarettes out of the tobacco I grow in my backyard. I'm not going to go that far. Right. It's a pain in the ass now. I don't know, man. 800-636-1067. Well, whatever. I just remember the good times. I remember drinking being a lot more fun when you couldn't do it, when it was wrong. Oh, without a doubt. But when you think about that, you just take that to anything. Like drugs, I guess, are the same. I've never done drugs, but it seems like there may be a certain allure of smoking weed when you, like when you can't, as opposed to if you go to Amsterdam where it's okay and you can kind of just get it anywhere. You know what it I mean? It might be an age thing, too, because I would smoke weed when I was younger, and I would love it. But, but now, if I tried to, I know I would hate it. Well, just like we were talking about last week with that show, Cheaters, mm-hmm. and how sex is better when you're not supposed to be having it. Oh, yeah. And maybe that's why marriage sex is so awful, because you're supposed to be having it. And why so, gay sex is so great, because we know that God's watching us, shaking his finger, saying no, no, no. But we're saying yes, yes, yes. 800-636-1067. All right. What? Nothing. I don't realize if you, uh, I don't know if you realized you were speaking out loud. That's all I want to say. That you weren't just thinking that. That came out. Hmm. Um, like I guess you just did. What? It is the Hideout Hefan Dubs 106.7 WJFK. I'm just speaking for, I like this to be the Everyman show and every, everybody's voice out there. So you, uh, somebody sent you a PSA. Yes. What is this? What did you find? This one is on cleanliness and proper etiquette with uh, dressing. It What it basically is, is uh, the moral of the thing is if you aren't clean and dressed properly, everyone's looking at you and you're a terrible person who will go nowhere in life. That's true, though. I mean, that really is true when you think about it. It, it is a very self-conscious 1950s PSA. Mm-hmm. All right, let me hear what you got then. All right, here's the first one. Wait. These are a few of the habits with which Don and Sue keep neat. And neatness is one of the fundamentals of grooming. So here's part of your big question, how do I look? Are my clothes neat and clean? Whether you do your own or achieve it by cooperative efforts, keep your clothes looking neat and clean. And cleanliness and neatness apply to you as well as to your clothes. So after a cleansing, relaxing bath, that's a good daily habit. Sue has a regular routine. I'm telling you, you are not supposed to bathe every day. I don't care what they say in the 50s. You know what? These people like to bathe uh, minorities with with uh, fire hoses. So I don't, I'm not going to take their word for it. What are you talking about? Are you talking about the people from the 50s? Yes. Okay. Uh, what do they know? Uh, this is, again, dubs. Don't use the same tubs as people of different skin color. Yeah, Dubs is really, last week, I gave him a lot of hell because he never showered. And I'm sure you believe in uh, separate vehicle, too. 
because you're in the same uh, marching line with these folks. Okay. And plan time, too, for the finishing touches. Doing your nails, brushing your hair, and so on. Sue avoids red nail polish since it would call attention to her stubby hands. <laughs> That's great. That is true, though. You never want to accentuate your flaws. You know, that's why I stay away from striped shirts. Whatever. I don't want to show my hairdos. I know, right? I am cutting my hair. I've had hey, a, you got the Tony Kornheiser going right now. All right. Whatever. Need some hot water for me. And hurry, I'll have to shave. All right, John. What to wear? The weather has something to do with your choice of clothes. But John also thinks of other things. Most of his clothes are clean and pressed, so he's not as limited in selection. How about these slacks and this shirt? What do you think? How will Don look in this combination? Let's hope he'll pay a little attention to patterns and colors. How about this combination? That's better. And now another little habit of cleanliness and neatness. Dirt under your fingernails must be cleaned every day. Dubs. And it's better in private. All right, Don, you're next. Uh, it's a hideout, 106.7 WJFK. People sent along these PSAs to Dubs mm -hmm. so that he could learn a little something. And uh, Falcon Punch says, this sounds a little OCD. Yeah, it's definitely OCD, and I don't know, it's creepy at times. Mm -hmm. Oh, Sue, where are you? In my room, Don. Joe called. He said he'd be a little late. Say, do you look smooth? Why, thank you, sir. You look mighty elegant yourself. Yes, indeed. Both Don and Sue look yes. like the kind of people you'd like to know, don't they? Of course, right now, they're dressed for their Friday dates. But don't you have the feeling that they're always well-groomed? Yes, and that's no accident. For Don and Sue, the question, how do I look, depends on good grooming habits. Health, posture, cleanliness, and neatness. Plus, a daily routine of little finishing touches. You know, Dubs, you really could learn a lot from this. Does your mom never sit you down and have this conversation with you? Did she never tell you about uh, being clean and how much it, uh, how much it means as far as a career in life, and that people won't respect you if you don't shave Group. and shower? People respect me, not in any way. <laughs> I mean that. I really mean that with all sincerity. No one that I know of has holds you in a high regard. And that's just true. But go ahead. Cultivate such habits as cleanliness and neatness so you'll be well-groomed. For all through the day, others are looking at you. Your mirror tells you what others see. How do you look? How does Sue look? How does Don look? Health. Posture, cleanliness, neatness. These grooming habits form the basis of a good appearance and a well-planned outfit of clothes. 
well-cared-for hands and nails, light touches of makeup, a becoming hairdo. Also, that one you can learn from. Yeah, whatever. I don't have hair. It doesn't Where matter. Are you? I comb In my out. room, Don. Joe called. He said he'd be a little late. Oh, this is where we came in. And this is where Don and Sue go out and for a pleasant it. evening. Their brother and sister. Their good grooming habits. <laughs> They're on Cat Bush. Because <laughs> it is the 50s. When did that become an acceptable thing? Was that the 90s when you when everybody had to uh, trim down there? I don't know. Because the 80s was the same way. Oh, yeah, please. 70s, 80s? Yeah. It, it must have been the 90s when cleaning up down there was very important. I still go down like... Uh, with my razor, like, uh, like I don't know. I, I don't leave anything. Right. I leave uh, a, a landing strip. Right. 800-636-1067. Uh, Dubs, a lot of people are asking me on the Insta Messenger, and they want to know. Uh, and this is something that we talked about on the show that we did for XM Satellite Radio. Yeah. The yardstick of death. Mm-hmm. Should we explain this? Um, now seems a good point to talk about it, because... Listen, Dubs, you've probably listened to the show. He's not having the best of life right now. In fact, he's really in a bad place. And on XM, we kind of laid out everything that Dubs has gone through. And we really saw that you needed a change in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, Not just in clothing. Not just in clothing, not just in showering. Not just in underwear. But you needed a legitimate change in your life because of career, because of girlfriend or lack thereof. Uh, a number of things just it wasn't good for you so we had been talking for a long time about this idea of the yardstick of death mm. and what the yardstick of death is it's a yardstick and the yardstick on one end has a gun and on the other end it has a bullet yes and for every bad day that bullet moves one closer to one inch closer to the gun mm-hmm. and so if you have a net total of 36 bad days, then you are going to shoot yourself in the head. Yes. And the whole idea is that we came up with yardstickofdeath.com, which currently points to uh, FBA, and eventually we would take that over as a blogging site, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to get you to commit to this. After doing the entire hour on XM, at the end of the show, you finally committed. You were going to do... The Yardstick of Death. Yes, and what I'll do is I'll blog, I'll video blog on yardstickofdeath.com. And if I do reach the full yard, the full, what is it, 36 36 days, Mm -hmm. I'll shoot myself in the head. No questions asked. No whining. But if you get up to 72 positive days, let's say... 72 or a calendar year. Yeah, exactly. So, for example, let's say we... Because it doesn't start. Until Dubs actually, and you think you, you think you think we're joking, but we're not. This is for real. This is where Dubs' life is right now. Mm. He was at such a bad point. I was telling him, "Dude, you're not living. You're not living anymore. You've got to make serious change." And that's when it finally hit him. Why do, he was he didn't ever want to commit to it because you know he didn't want to die. And I told him, "I'm like, dude, you're not living. So why not commit to this? And maybe when you see." That you only have four bad days left. Mm -hmm. You've essentially gone 32 inches. That's been 32, uh, and that total of 32 bad days. You'll you'll realize, I have to make a change in my life. 
I see a book. I can see a book now of how the yardstick of death changed, saved my life. I can see it, man. It's going to be great. So, here's the thing. You are still in, correct? Yes. I've got my girlfriend attempting to work on putting something together. It's a busy week, so we're going to try to have it up in a couple weeks. Yeah, ho- hopefully. I mean, it shouldn't take all that long. We're going to video blog it. We're going to get a gun. We're going to get a yardstick. We're going to get a bullet. And we'll probably update it weekly mm-hmm. unless there's something during the week that gives us the opportunity. Like if you really feel like you need to, you know, update it. Yeah, in some kind of way. Now, since you committed to this over a week ago, how are you feeling? And by the way, let me say this too. This has no affiliation with CBS Radio. All right, this is this is we were gonna do this regardless. Yeah, this is gonna be a at home project. Yeah, it really was. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you, we're trying to get some press out of it, but it's for real because I feel like you genuinely need the yardstick of death to save your life. Uh, Ever since you've committed to the yardstick of death, how has your week been last in the last week? It's been one of the better weeks I've had in a really long time. Honestly, that's crazy. Do you think it was just the committing to it? I don't know. I don't know. It, it'll take a, a few weeks to really find that out, you know, because if it continues to go better, maybe it's just my life getting better. But if it goes bad, maybe it was, I don't know, the the uh, motivation of the week and everything of the first week of this this whole debacle. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I I feel good. One of the happier weeks I've ever had since... Uh, my life went downhill. Um, a lot of closure in previous relationships. Yeah, because your girlfriend. You want to talk about that at sure. all? Sure. All right, Dubs. Is, for those of you who are listening to the show, you may remember that Dubs had a girlfriend mm-hmm. last time we were on the air in D.C. Right after we got let go because of budget cuts in Orlando, she left you for another dude. Yes. And and then we even talked about it a couple of weeks ago about how she recently got back in contact with you. Mm-hmm. And that dude that she was dating after me, that she, you know, left me for, um, dumped her. She's had a lot of mental issues. She's going to see a doctor right now. She's moving back to her hometown. A lot of really bad stuff's going on with her. And selfishly, it makes me feel kind of good. I'm not going to lie. Because I was... I went through uh, the, the, the first array of emotions between all of this. And to know that, you know, it's not all rosy for her does make me feel good. I know that's selfish in a way. Right. But whatever. Right. I'm a selfish guy. I can, I, I can admit to that. But, yeah, I, I do feel better about that. that. That gives me closure on that end. And that was a, a big thing this week. I got my uh, vehicle squared away from my... my drunk driving accident, yes. which we've talked about on the show. Yeah, I, uh, I got hit by a drunk driver. And then I, uh, they towed my car out. I've been driving in a rental car. I've been waiting for the check from the insurance company. So I got, I got a car this week, and I'm very, very happy with my purchase. All right, so in the, in the past week... Since you committed to the yardstick of death, mm-hmm. Adam, how many good days out of the seven? How many bad days out of the seven? I'd go five good, two bad. 
Wow. Really? Yeah. So you would have actually made gains then on separating the bullet. I would. I'd, yeah, I'd be three, uh, three ahead. Now, we aren't going to start this until we actually have the website ready and do it right. I'd love it if someone out there could help us with it because mm-hmm. we're all so busy. I'd love to just put someone in charge of the yardstickadeath.com. Put it up just a real quick WordPress kind of thing. And you can put a banner up for whatever site you want to push on there, too. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, well. Get a hold of it. Email us if you want. Go to hideoutradio.com and shoot us an email if you have any interest in helping us out with that. Because I'm serious, man. Yeah. We've been talking about this for six, seven months. But we never committed to it till this last week. You never committed. I committed from the very beginning. Because you have nothing to commit. I have to talk about it on the show. I have to watch you go through everything. You would have been dead. You would have been dead if you committed six months ago. Oh, without a doubt. But maybe not. Maybe you would have gotten down to that final week, those last six days, and you would have realized there is no way. I don't work well under pressure. I think I would be dead if I got down to that last week. I know I would be uh, freaking out the whole time, just have really bad days the whole week. This question on the uh, AOL Instant Messenger hideout radio. Dubs, mm-hmm. if Obama gets elected president, how many inches on the Arctic of death is that? Oof. Um, you know, I, it could go downhill really, really quick. Um, Shut up. I'm not kidding. If I get taxed to death, I may have to go taxed yardstick to death. of death. Oh, by the way, I went yard, I went to get my taxes done today. Mm-hmm. I need to do that. It hurts. You know how much money I got back? How much? 17 bucks. I, dude, at least you're paying in. I know. I But do you know how much it cost me to get it done? How much? Why did you go get it done? Yours isn't that difficult. $250. You know why? Why? The 1099 that we got when we did free FM for those two weeks. Ah. It kills. It kills. Yeah, I imagine. And then with you and all your unemployment, that's not going to help. I'm not claiming. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like that, DC? <laughs> that is gonna be that is gonna be one of those things that would today would have been a a negative movement on my yardstick of death. Mm-hmm. And I encourage this because you know it's funny at, at my job during the week I read a lot of these and I read books and I write press releases I do stuff like that and I read a lot of I read a lot of um, these self help books yeah. and people that talk about this positivity in their life. And they need positivity, and how people like to surround themselves with positive people. Which, by the way, I am convinced that is why people go to religion and they feel better when they're with religion because they're if they can't surround themselves with positive people, then they, at least they have this Jesus, you know, that can uh, that is mo- a positive influence in their life at church. So there's a lot of positive people there. So like there's a positive vibe essentially, yeah. you know. So that is part of it. Or maybe it is because Jesus is our Savior, and he enters their life and saves them from the demons that have been plaguing them. I mean, you can go with your theory. I find mine to be more rosy and and true. So regardless, for you, I think it is amazing that it took committing to something like the yardstick of death for you to say, oh, my God, I need to change things, and how it begins to fall in line for you. I really think I'm on the verge of creating my own religion. And I'm excited about it. What religion would that be called? Yod. Yardstick of death. It's my idea. How can it be your religion? Because I'm the one that got you to implement it. I'm essentially the leader. It's still I'm my the, book, my my idea. I am the L. Ron Hubbard. I'll give you 
I'll give you a credit in the back of the book. We'll take a break and come back. If life's failing you, I want you to eventually go to theyardstickofdeath.com and see what you can do to better your life, just like with Dubs. We'll take a very quick break, and we'll come back. 800-636-1067. A lot to still get done. Only an hour and a half down. Halfway through the show, Dubs and I will return in moments on 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. The Hideout. El Jefe and J-Dubs. Caution. Retards in area. The Hideout. <coughs> Back in the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs, live on a Saturday night. Good evening, D.C. How are you? Give us a call, 800-636-1067. Hideoutradio.com is the website. Hideout Radio. On the AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, you can call if you want. If not, you can just hang out. You know, mm-hmm. We don't demand it. We can easily sit here and talk to each other for three hours. Because this is honestly the only time we get to see each other. Yeah. We live together, but we don't see each other. And I'm liking it. All right. I'm trying to figure out a way where these three hours don't have to happen. And it could <laughs> just be alone time for me, but whatever. Well, that's next week. Yes. Next week, I will be on vacation because I need it. Um, I didn't get enough vacation in December, so I will not be here, and Dubs is going to host the show alone. No. Really? No, I am taking the week off as well. Well, so that's kind of crummy. People why? depend on us, and they need you here. Well, why don't you come do the show alone for one time instead of uh, settling me for the fourth time? I'll do it from Dallas. Okay. I got no problem doing it from Dallas. If you want to. Actually, I'm taking the week off too. I can't. I, um... Family's throwing a party for me. Not for you. Yeah, they are. I'm coming back to Dallas, man. It's a big deal. No, it's, you aren't getting a party for yourself. I don't believe you. FA's in town. No, absolutely. It's going to be like a little family reunion because I'm back. Listen, I'm a big deal. You you failed to realize this. You should have just stopped uh, before deal. I am humongous. I can't stop it, man. I stepped on the scales today. Oof. Now, I am putting on a lot of muscle because I'm taking, I think, steroids. I'm not sure if they well, are. Why are you worried about putting on muscle at all? Why don't you just worry about taking the weight off? I like feeling like I'm strong, even though I'm not. Do that after you lose the weight. You're it's, trying to do both at the hard. same time. No, I like it. Let's go to Eric. You're in the hideout on JFK. Don't tell me what to do. I'm the personal trainer. America's oh. fattest personal trainer. Who are you training? <laughs> I know, right? I'm uh, happy and Jay Dubs. Yes. Man, I love the hideout. I remember for a brief period there back in history, like when Napoleon ruled the earth, it was called El Jefe's hideout, but that's a different story. Uh-huh. Absolutely, Eric. What's up, but, my man? Uh, all I wanted to say is, ain't you two a couple of hefty individuals like Ron and Fez? I mean, you know, let's get with, I'm about 6'2", 192. That was my playing way back in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. And when uh, you mentioned the yardstick of death, well, um, I've known at least one woman on this planet that is called him the yardstick of life. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. All right, Eric. Thank you for the phone call, brother. Yeah. You uh, you rock. Thank you, my man. You're the best. It's good good talking to you. I love how he said. I love how he said it was my playing weight in high school. <laughs> Some people that that really is glory days. The yeah. song is so true. Right. Hey, uh, oh, somebody sent me this because we were talking about the Archstick of Death, and I'm going to create a religion out of it. Well, I have. Yod. 
in which I am the leader. It's my idea. I'm the leader. Sure, it was your idea. Um, anyway, someone said, hey, how come you guys haven't talked about that anonymous uh, group holding the anti-Scientology prote- uh, protests? Um, you know, we never really mentioned that. What was that, a couple weeks back, I guess? Yeah, uh, yeah two weeks ago. And then <laughs> they're even saying, too, hey, I got a friend that I've been trying to commit to the whole, you know, yardstick of death idea. Mm-hmm. And maybe you just need a really good backstory. Like, you know, like Scientology with their whole backstory and everything. And so um, I, w- I was telling the guy on the Instant Messenger, I, I work for a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. And um, I had no problem. He asked what my thoughts were on Scientology. And I, I genuinely... <laughs> right, someone just asked on the Instant Messenger, was that Barack Obama who called in? No, that was <laughs> Eric. God, you guys are awful. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I work for a Scientologist, and I don't know. To me, it I don't. What do I care? You know what I mean? I don't care what your religion is or what you got to do. To listen, everybody needs something to get themselves straight. Some people need Jesus. Some people need Zenu. Some people need Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Dubs needed a gun, a bullet, and a yardstick to yes. get his act together. And so, who am I to sit here and tell you that one is sillier than the other? I'll be perfectly honest with you. They're all loony. You know, anyone that kind of, whatever you need, then fine. But I, I don't understand how some people sit there and point at Scientology and or Mormonism and say that's, that that is more ludicrous than any other religion from, you know, that's quote unquote, you know, that's older, essentially. Your blasphemy makes me sad. I keep forgetting that you're running this bit. And what I, bit? And that now all of a sudden I gotta pretend like I'm working with a, a Jesus freak. I- it's not a Jesus freak. Born again Christian is not Jesus freak. And you can call it whatever you like, but you know it's superior. And I and that's the thing. I don't. I mean, for anyone, the only thing with Scientology is that it's new. Mm-hmm. You know, the same thing with whole Mormon. It's new. So anything where you know where the origin of it comes from. For those of you listening right now, in a thousand years, when there are other yachters out there, yardstick of deathers, who decided this is what they needed to get themselves together, sure, it, it may seem silly because it started out as a silly radio bit that ended up saving lives. Do you mind if I uh, plug something real quick? Sure, go ahead. Over at the uh, skate park in Alexandria, I'm going to be uh, holding uh, kick flips for Christ. Where I will have uh, people coming out, um, skating for Jesus, and we'll be listening to some DC talk. I hope everybody shows up. Is this a paid gig, or is this something you're volunteering to do? Well, I'm paid with uh, morality and good feelings. So, yeah. By entry? Entry into uh, Mm -hmm. heaven? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 800-636-1067. Oh well, this is nice. I got there's a, uh, the AOL Instant Messenger. Hi, the radio. Yeah, just got this one. Hey, go back to Mexico, you sweaty beaner. From half face of fat Mexican. <laughs> Are you logged on over there, Dubs? Not anymore. All right, I got this question on the Instant Messenger. Um, will that cr- cross? Uh, is that a is that a cross shaped uh, skateboard? 
or what is a skateboard? Those are welcome. Um, but I mean, I I don't know about you, but I don't like uh, putting my feet on something that the the good Lord was nailed to. Right. That's just me. No, of course not. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. All right. Uh, I'm getting this on the instant messenger. Dubs, you better hope there isn't a hell. Why? Because you're awesome. Uh, you're obviously mocking religion. I am not. You know you are. I don't like your assertion, sir. So essentially, when people want to know where I stand on any of this, because what I have to say is very important, is I have created a new religion revolving around the yardstick of that. Mm-hmm. My idea. My idea. I. I it's no sillier. Gonna... Than anything else. You're going to drive me badass crazy if Why? you call it your idea again. Why? I created it. You did not. I'm the one that's... my idea. I'm the one that sat there and said, you know what you need to save your life is a yardstick, a gun, and a bullet. No. That's the way I remember it. Let's go to Tom on line one year in the hideout on WJFK. Tom, go. Gone. Going once, going twice. Try again in a second, dude. But, yeah, it's all the same. Hmm. Dubs needed the yardstick like Tom Cruise needed Zeno. And even Muhammad. Why do you think people flock to, um, you know, Islam the way they do? What else do they have to look forward to? What else do they have to grasp onto? So I'm not going to tell you what. Some of you have latched onto the hideout. Mm Mm-hmm. You know how many people tell us we have saved their lives? And by the way, we've never asked for any money in return. That's going to (laughs) change. We're setting up a PayPal account. If we've saved your life, we expect uh, 10%. That's not enough. All right, I got this from the Wild Hawk. Dubs won't be listening to DC Talk. He'll be listening to Striper. Striper's not bad either. Boy. So Dubs, yes. What do you got planned for the rest of the week? You got any big things now that now that we're set and we're about to get the yardstick of death going? Is there anything you're going to do to change your life? You said you were going to quit your food service job. Is that still going to happen? Um, I don't think that'll be a problem after I fail my food service exam, <laughs> my safety exam. That should take care of itself. Uh, so I'll see how that goes. But I've already cut way back on hours there and uh, emotional involvement. Yeah, because it takes so much to get involved with what you do. Let's go to Tom. You'd be surprised. Trying you again, Tom. You're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, bro. Hey, I heard you say earlier that uh, the Scientology and the Mormonism and whatnot is no different than any of the any of the older religions. I got to tell you, man, that's right on. I just I was just saying that the other day. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. I, well, you know, I, and that's the thing, though, is like, for some people, they'll sit here and they'll rail against people's religions. I used to do that, to be perfectly honest with you. But now I've kind of grown up and realized that I don't care what you do. If you need to do certain things and, and hook yourself up to a machine or if you need to go sit somewhere and pray and drink something and that makes you feel better about yourself, then just do it. I mean, who cares? You know what I mean? Well, what, the only problem 
is that when they start fighting each other and starting wars. And that's where we're really kind of getting the issue over my thing is better than your thing. It's not my thing's better than your thing. One thing is obviously right. The other one's wrong. Shut up. And it's, so, Tom, you're right on, dude. And thank you for the phone call. Sorry, I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. Is he still there? Is he gone? He's gone. Oh, he's probably gone. See, we're not, we're not in town, so, you know, that's my mm-hmm. cue to let you go. So that's, not, that's my fault. I didn't mean to hang up on the cat. All right, um, let's go. Jack Mayhoffer says the problem with Scientology is that it's a, it's a pyramid scheme. You have, to, you have to sell things over there? I don't know. I, I guess the, they were, the finger hut? What's going on over there? <laughs> they require money to learn more about the religion. But my answer to that is every religion wants you to give money to it. Yeah. Every single one is about getting money from you. So Again, it's just... You know, whatever. To say that that's what makes them bad versus, you know, any religion, you know, any church in the South where, you know, they pass around a collection plate. That's the whole idea. Keep this church open. Pass around this money. They just do it in a different way and apparently in a pretty effective way, too. Because the church they got in Clearwater is amazing. Isn't that their best one right there? I guess. I don't know. Biggest and bestest? Yeah. So, like I said, I work for a Scientologist. The lady's cool. I've never... She's awesome. Did you ever try to turn you? No. Mm-mm. Not at all. You know, we use some of their methods at the uh, for the business, like the business model. It's not a bad model. kind of holds you accountable. But, see, that's the thing, though. Like, if more people pulled from certain parts of different religions and put them all together, you know, then I think that's something that you could work with. Yeah, it's called Christianity. The best of all worlds. Listen. Hmm. I'm just trying to say that as far as religion goes, no one is better than the other. And it's the truth. And I agree. So stop acting like it is. I agree. No one is better. Just one is more right. (laughs) Take a break and come back. It's FN Dubs live in the hideout. If you want to hop in, 800-636-636. 1067, a lot of stuff still to get to before 9 o'clock. It's a hideout 106.7 WJFK. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The hideout. The hideout. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. We will destroy this place. The hideout. Six point seven WJFK wrapping up the show hour three. That's Dubs. I'm El Hefe eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Talking about my new religion, the Yardstick of Death. Yardstickofdeath.com. It saved Dubs' life. It could save yours. Another idea lifted for me. Heck, my alma wants to know how much does the religion cost. Well, you're in luck. Turns out. Oh, we got a discount going this week, this week only. $99 startup fee. Where does that come with? Well, there's also, too, a uh, $20 card fee. And then it's $29.99 a month. EFT only, though. Withdrawn from your credit a card or your bank account. If you throw on a yardstick on the dashboard, I'm, I'm in. So... 
But yeah. How do you make a yard stick into a bobblehead? It's like uh, that one of those things sticking on the, the dashboard, bouncing around for me. I want to start a movement. Oh. Yeah, well, that too. See, if we were actually in town, get a whole thing going, people having yardsticks in the back of their cars, part of this religion that could grow and help humanity, but instead we're in hell in Florida, 800-636-1067. A few things that we saw, uh, news stories that stuck out to us. <laughs> and the, the interesting thing about this one in particular that mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about, because, you know, here in the hideout, our, our whole thing is really trying to think critically when it comes to stuff and pointing out some hypocrisies. A court of appeals has upheld a, uh, a man's conviction for having, uh, let's just say, relations. Yes. Fulfilling with, marital obligations. With a dead deer. <laughs> Uh, apparently, dude, <laughs> he um, th- uh, there's this case, and he wanted to get it thrown out. Apparently, there's a law against committing an act of sexual gratification with an animal. He said it doesn't apply if it's dead. And you know, and here here was my thought about this. He's got to be right, because my question to you is if he had gratified himself, yeah. With venison, as opposed to like uh, the, processed cut up venison. Yes, as opposed to the carcass that was laying on the side of the road. Because apparently he was just walking down the road, saw it, couldn't help himself. What, what kind of uh, just thought process? You're walking down the road, you see a dead deer that someone barreled into with their car. You go, well, hmm. They sent him it's to, been a while. Sentenced to nine months in jail for probation violations. But they said he saw the deer in a ditch as he rode a bicycle by, <laughs> then dragged it into the woods and did his thing. And again, that's horrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really it conjures up an image that is funny and also why. Right. There's, a, there's just a whole why factor in there. Like, has he done this before? He has to have, you'd think, because at that point, I mean, at first I'm sure he brought the deers home, laid them down on the linoleum, and did it that way in the privacy of his own home. But now it's gotten to the point where he just drags it off uh, through the first line of the woods and does it that way. Well, apparently in April of 2005, he was found guilty for felony mistreatment of an animal after he killed a horse with the intention of... um Having relations. Yeah. Sentenced to 18 months in jail and two years of extended supervision. And wow. I guess, I guess this was the whole... So if if I buy a burger and then decide, you know what? I'm going to take this burger home, put it between uh, you know, the, uh, the couch cushions, cushions. Yeah, the, the couch cushions, and rock it. Am I going to jail for 18 months? I don't know. This is the thing, though. Like, I don't want to say what this dude was right, but where is the line? Yeah, I mean, honestly, what he did, disgusting. I don't really see the joy in it. If it was on you, if it was, 
If it was on YouTube, it would easily be the most watched oh, thing. Oh, it would be viral. Oh, I'm sure he has one or two. I'm sure. And I think we should applaud him for keeping uh, his diseases to himself and uh, dead animals. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand how you can... Here's another thing. And I, I, th- this is what really pisses me off, too. Why do we have to treat animals the way we do? We, we slap their, their legs between bread and chew it up. We dominate every species in the world. Do we need to have sex with them? Do we need to push them around with forklifts? It, it, it makes no sense to me why we have to be so cruel and just so disgusting with how we... I am a huge meat eater. I love steaks. I love hamburgers. But I cross the, I, you know, I'm not going to cross that line of having a, a dead cow walking around, and I'm just going to push it around with a forklift or a, or a disabled cow, push it around with a forklift and make a burger out of it. Or I'm not going to have relations with a dead deer, duck, or any other kind of animal. He, say, <laughs> he says, this is a quote with him, when I was done. I was upset with myself. <laughs> I know that doing that with animals is wrong, but I can't help myself and I need help. So, on one hand, he understands this isn't something that is accepted in society. But my question once again is, why is he Why is he going to jail for 2 years? Yeah, why is he getting why is he getting punished like this if the animal is already dead and would it be any different if it was beef jerky, mm-hmm. you know, six months from now that he ended up buying from a neighborhood store? What's I really want to know what's the difference. Because to me, there's not, other than the fact that one's still intact and the other isn't. Yeah, one hasn't been processed yet. It's still the, the, the same matter. And, I, and, and at the same time, too, I want to say, if you do that with the venison, it's wrong. You mm-hmm. have serious issues. But is, I, is but that a crime? I, I want to know how many 14-year-old boys sitting alone in their house trying to think of new, exciting ways to well, do things. On. I mean, I don't know how many things I've heated up in the microwave and done that, too. Think about bologna. Yes. That's one of the things they even talk about with bologna. You can go to jail for that, friend. That's a felony. Here's the thing. Maybe it should be. Maybe you can't go purchase something from the store and then use that. What about women who use uh, different yeah. uh, vegetables? Well, that's not a living thing. Well, it was, but mm-hmm. I don't know. They have to use soy, or it's just wrong. Women, you need to get your soy together if you're going to be doing that kind of stuff. She raped a zucchini. <laughs> Listen, I just want—I want—I want you to ponder that. That's your homework this week. Tell this story to your friends, and I want to know the answer. Yeah. Someone, I, there, there has to be a legitimate answer out there why it's any different. Maybe maybe the, the psychology behind it is more dangerous when it's an intact corpse. Listen, I don't know. That, that's the only thing that I can figure that would be different between the two. The, the psychology of the person who would do that with a... Uh, and tech dead deer and a uh, a sandwich there that has to be the difference <laughs> because let me tell you 
just about every guy has done something with something that's been bought at a store. Yes. You know? So that's why I want to know where the fine line is. Brian, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Brian, you there? That's Matt. Matt, go. I have two things. One, I was calling to ask you guys about if you're coming out full time, but as I was on hold, they got me thinking about the animal thing. One, maybe it's only a prime if it still has its, it still has its fur or a skin or a face on it, but as long as it's chopped up and ground up, you can bang it all you want. <laughs> uh, the second thing is, you know, if that mf didn't get caught, he would still be banging horses and cows. The only reason he's saying he's They're sorry just dead, is because though. he got caught. Yeah, no, I thank you for the phone call, Matt. Um, they're dead, though. And, yes, I guess when you can put a face with the crime, that always makes it worse. Yeah, if you find out. Cause that is a, there's a personal story behind that, that deer. Is, that deer had parents. That is a big... So it, it had parents, too, if you end up uh, buying it from a store. Yeah, but, but there's a, no personal story behind that deer. That, that's a big thing with people who are vegetarians. Mm -hmm. They say they don't eat anything with a face. Like, if it has a face, they're not going to eat it. And so that's why they stick with, that's why they stick with, you know, plants and such. As to the future of the show, and are we getting full-time? Dude, I don't know. Yeah, we just sit here and do three hours in the weekend and hope for the best. Literally, that's what we do every week. And then cry ourselves to sleep. Mm -hmm. Now you got me thinking, are we going to get full-time? I'm going to put my money... On no, as long as Dubs is still my co-host. Why? What? Your newfound religion doesn't work. What newfound religion? It keeps me flowing from the show. It keeps me from flowing. It doesn't help our cause. I don't know. If me be being a, a right conservative? Did it work for Bill O'Reilly when he was on this station? Yes. No, it didn't. I have numbers to prove it. Listen. I have a lack of ticket sales I to prove it. <laughs> I think that the, the the contrast of me being a upstanding conservative and you being what I like to call five a secular progressive. Uh, five months ago, you had five months ago you had sex with the webcam girl. Yes. All right. You know what? Maybe you are a Republican. Um, the only problem is it was a girl, not a guy. So you gotta you gotta change that if you really want to be a true conservative. Brian, on line two, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Yeah, I just want to go back to uh, what your previous caller said about uh, meat being ground up versus uh, having its fur on it. But what about a bearskin rug? <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> Will that uh, Thank you, Brian, for the phone call. Or well, just a, a, a mounted deer head on the wall. Because trust me, I've seen one of those and I've thought. Alright, I have someone on the Instant Messenger that brought up a very good point, which is Hideout Radio. That's the Instant Messenger tonight. This is from one of our better IMers, Fez is straight. Mm -hmm. What about sheepskin condoms? Yes, that's the whole, this in the name, and we sell them in uh, in stores. Well, we used to. They still do. They're yeah, still you can, sold? You can still find but them. But that's just a name for them. They're not actually... Well, then I'm, I've been... Bamboozled. I wouldn't. I gotta. I gotta wiki that because I couldn't imagine that they're really um, sheepskin. Yeah, that, that, there's no way. Well, we don't eat sheepskin. What do you think? There's there's no big mountain of sheepskin anywhere. We have to do something that's sheepskin. 
We make condoms out of them. <laughs> no, we. I don't know. 800-636-1067. Man, if that is true, the two of you are committing a crime. That is the man and the woman. Mm-hmm. That's a threesome, and you didn't even realize it. <laughs> Might as well just bring a deer leg into the bedroom with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. It's like, what is it? The uh, Like, it's the godfather, and there's the horse head in the bed. Mm-hmm. That's what you're essentially doing there. Man, people are creepy. And by you people, I mean doves. The guy's <laughs> holding me back. How am I holding you back? You know how. CK has said it, and so has Dan Mason. <laughs> John, I'm I want in on those conference calls. Oh, I'm you tired can't. of this. No, you're too busy working. John, you're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, buddies? Hey, dope. Hey, what? Uh, whatever happened to your uh, PSPs? Uh, you know, that's a good, here's the thing. Here's a here's an interesting point. We used to do this thing called the post show podcast, mm-hmm. where we put them up on Revzer.com. Yeah, on Revzer.com, and we would do the show. Uh, be perfectly honest with you, working three jobs. That's what happened to the yeah. PSP. Now, what what we will probably try to do? We do a lot of AM radio stuff out here in Tampa. Okay, I'm going to try to put those up on Revser to but, but give were, some extra content yeah, out there. Yeah, but with that crowd that hears I know, but, the cursing, would they want to hear us talk about ta- local Tampa issues? I wouldn't assume that. I don't even want to hear me talk about that. I don't know why they would. Hey, can I ask you guys one more thing too? And um, one question only. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. What uh, you guys uh, talk to UFO Phil lately? What happened to UFO Phil? That I have I I was chatting with him online a few months ago. I need to get to hit back up with him. Yeah, that is a guy who used to call the hideout all the time. That and, guy was awesome. Yeah, he was pretty good. Hey, thank you, John, for the phone all call. Right. Good stuff, dude. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. He was trying to put together a radio show for a while. It's pretty good. He's putting together a DVD as well. So go on the UFOPhil dot com and check it out. I do miss the characters. Hey, whatever happened to that guy that was going to be our program director? Remember the name, the dude that called up and gave us oh, hell yeah, about a month ago? Yeah, yeah. I guess we must do it all right. Jim? Was it Jim? Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Uh, call Jimmy. See what he's up to tonight. <laughs> Still have his number over there, Sideshow? <laughs> Let's go to Brian on line two, a different Brian. You're on WJFK. Or maybe it's the same one. I don't know. Hey, Brian. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man. All right, well, uh, I got to tell you, man, I was with, a, with this chick one time, and she was allergic to latex. So she said we had to use a sheepskin condom. Oh, dude, you uh, if you were in a certain part of Wisconsin, you'd be in jail right now. Uh, like, listen, I can't get too graphic, but just just tell me, was it different than using a regular condom? Uh, actually, it bugged me out so much, I was just like, uh, maybe we'll do this another time and got out of there. <laughs> you actually turned it down. All right. Wow. You're, you're gay. Thank you for the phone call. You never turn down Poon, even if you got to use a uh, sheepskin dome. This, uh, th- this... Story with the the deer happening in Wisconsin? I think so. If it did, that's insane. Because this guy's going to jail for two years for having uh, relations with a dead deer. But the guy, and this happened a while back, dug up a woman. Oh, yeah. He got off. Yeah. 100% it was got free. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember this story. It was like a group of dudes. Three dudes. They, uh, they saw a girl's picture in the the paper saying she died in a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. So she was hot. So they decided they were going to go dig her up and have relations with her. They even brought domes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Golly. And they got no time because they couldn't find a law in 
uh, Wisconsin to put them away with. Well, apparently, apparently the thing with animals is way more of a uh, issue than uh, you know than mm-hmm. otherwise. Let's go to Pete, line three. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, um, best I know, uh, sheepskin condoms are, are made from uh, sheepskin intestines. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. nice, dude! Yeah, wow. and I do not protect from STDs. No, they just help with uh, pregnancy. Yeah. All right, hey, thanks for the info, man. Hey, put him on. Give him a prize. Just take his name. We were told we have WJFK shirts. Yeah. Hold on, Pete. You get it unless they already hung up on you. They might have. In that case, don't call back. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We need the we need the vine open. Yeah. Rack them though. <laughs> uh, thanks for having a take and not sucking. That is uh, interesting. That it's intestines. Is that worse? Would you rather of course have, it's worse. Would you rather have back skin or intestines you're using? Let me see here. Um, yeah, that's Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah, Wisconsin where this happened. Man, what is, so, what is going on in Wisconsin? What are they doing up there? It's like Michigan. Odd laws there. If that if that's a crime, but the, the guy digging up an actual uh, human being isn't. Right. Right, people are telling me on the instant messenger they missed the characters too. You know, it's tough to have characters on a show when you're not actually in town. Mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're doing as good a show as we can considering we're in a remote location. Yeah. Lord knows it's better than that abortion unzipped. They weren't in town. <laughs> Man, I got so many thoughts I want to say, and I just gotta I gotta keep my mouth shut. I feel like we're not on the air right now. Do you know how many times I have almost cursed? Me too. Tonight, a lot. Here's what's interesting. At least six or seven times. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. I don't I don't feel sharp tonight, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're having a bad show by any means. But I don't feel I don't feel like I'm all there. I think I'm still obviously way Are funnier. Are you on vacation? Yeah, I'm way funnier than you tonight. <laughs> and there's no doubt about that. But but it's my never m- happened. You aren't you aren't better than any of my off nights. But my mind isn't sharp this evening. Mm-hmm. So I swear to you, there have been at least ten times where I've almost cursed. I'm really, really close. A lot of times, that's better. I guess. You're sitting here all comfy. Um. All right, Sideshow has an idea. He goes, what town is it in? If you want me, I'll call the police department and see if we can ask the questions. That's not a bad idea. It was uh, Wasu. Wasu. W A U S A U. Wisconsin. Yeah, man. See if we can get somebody on the phone. You know, tell them they got to go on the air. Well, you know, try during the commercial break. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can start now if you get somebody, but make sure they know they're coming on the air with us. Get sideshow producing. That's the other weird thing. Like people keep asking us if, we, if we're getting the nights or if we're not. And I'll be honest, I don't know. I really don't know. But um, it's the number of people that have come to me and said, hey, I want to be the producer for the show. And I'm like, what? Do you know how much how miserable our other producers were? Yeah. They, they, it tends to uh, be a job that just drives you into the ground. I don't think we're bad people to work for. Well, you are. How am I? Come on. I've always been cool, Dad. Let's be honest. You're always ripping off ideas. <laughs> how dare you? Saying that they're your own when they're obviously not. <laughs> And I think that is a really big issue, and that's why people, A, don't hire us, 
and B don't like to work I've for I've never ripped off an idea. That's what Hughes said to me when I had a conversation with him earlier this you week. You stopped talking to Hughes about me on the third line. Mm-hmm. You notice how when we talk to the agent, you always talk to Don, I always talk to Bob. You do not talk to Bob. Uh, absolutely I do. In fact, I'm not really going to Texas next week. Where are you going? I have a meeting with a station and Bob. So there. Bob's actually flying to the station? He's flying me and him out to the station. We have business to take care of. Number one In business. Vermont? Number one business. You two Moe's going to finally hook up? Figuring out a way to uh, drop you as a client. That's what I said is number one. For your contract, we're married. That's my number one issue. 800-636-1067. All right, so there's that story. Then another one that's semi-related. Where do these people come from? Here's a dude that is accused of murdering a model, and then he was totally disgusted with himself because he then had relations uh, with her corpse. And... All right, let me ask you this. Who's worse? Deer dude or model dude? Deer dude. You are an animal hippie. I think that's that's less understandable. Wouldn't you think so? Yeah, sure, it's less understandable. I think it's more dangerous. We're talking about a human being, man. You don't care. You're, You're a conservative. You're on the right. I love my dog. I hate your dog, man. My dog. Every time I see your dog, I think of different ways that I could accidentally, somehow if I could get my cats to not leave and I could leave the door open and your dog would run away. She wouldn't. I fantasize about that. She wouldn't. She'd stay put. She's a good dog. I know. She won't even run away when I lock her outside on the uh, patio. You do not. And leave the door open, the pack door, the patio door. She will not go. Of course. Dude, I have she tried. She loves me. I've tried. She loves Daddy Dubs. <sighs> Dan on line one here in the hideout on WJFK. Dan. Going once, going twice. Hey. Oh, there you are. What's up, dude? Uh, not much. I just, uh, I hope JFK picks you up in the evening. Oh, thank you. Um, me too. As long as it's me and not Dubs. <laughs> But you're right. What's the anti-dubs thing going on? It's not an anti-dubs thing. It's just a life philosophy and whatever that comes with the yardstick of death. Hey, Dan, what else is going on, brother? Do you think that there's a chance you're going to do that? Um, Yeah, probably not as long as <laughs> Justin Lee Johnson's anywhere on the contract. Who's that? You. Uh, so, I don't know. Thank you for the phone call, brother. Uh, Good calls. I, I hope people don't think like we're setting up these calls with people asking us if we're getting nights. Because I don't know. Do we want nights? Yes. I have stuff to do. No, you don't. I have a stop full, it. I have a full time job. I kind of like coming in here once a week and just talking. No, you don't. I'd be okay with doing this for the rest of my life. Shut up. Dubs, on the other hand, hmm. I know he's not even into doing this. CK. I am too. That's why he's taking next weekend off. If you really wanted to do this show, then you would do next weekend alone. I'm going to kill you. But obviously you don't have a commitment to this station. <laughs> you aren't talking me, guilty me into coming in here I'm next not, week. Why would I? Listen, why is you have taken off four weeks in the last two months, and I can't take off one weekend. 
why would why is it guilting you? Seriously, why is it guilting you to do a show for CBS? <laughs> it's not. Well, then you're going to do it next no, weekend. No, I'm not. Wow, that's a slap in the face. <laughs> I'll be here when you're here. That's a slap in the face wow. to 10800 Main Street. It is not. Hey, fly me to 10800 Main Street next weekend. I will be in there with bells on doing the show, loving it with the listeners. Why? You can do it from Tampa like we're doing it now. I know I could. Well, then, good. Dubs is going to be doing the show next week along for you guys. If you want Dubs, listen, we'll take a quick phone poll. Do you want Dubs to host the show alone? Or would you rather hear tapes Do not next call. Week? 800-636-1067. I don't want the vote. Up, I think we got a call for someone who wants tapes. Let's go to line four. Tapes? Oh. The people have spoken, Dubs. They want you. They want you. Let's go to Andrea on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. What's okay. this yardstick of death I've been hearing about? I didn't listen early on. I'm sorry. Oh, you know what, Andrea? That's okay. And I remember you. I remember you. I recognize your voice. You're the lovely 32-year-old virgin Filipino, aren't you? Yeah. Anyway, what's this yardstick of death? I I'm glad you asked because you know what? I should have... As a good broadcaster, um, I should have reset the table. I should have reset the table. The yardstick of death is a new religion that I am hoping to bring you into. It is a it is a yardstick that has a gun on one side and a bullet on the other. And for every bad day that you have, you move that bullet one inch closer to the gun. If it reaches all thirty six inches to the gun, it goes into the chamber, and from there, that bullet goes through your head. And the beautiful thing about it, Andrea, is that hopefully when you get within 7 to 10 inches, you realize that your life needs a change. Mm -hmm. You need a change, and that is enough to get you to change your ways. And you know what it is? And I'll tell you this. You are sick of death, much like Barack Obama. It offers hope, and it offers change by action. But the yardstick has no uh, way of being an antichrist. So there is a small uh, difference. Why would you blaspheme? I'm not blaspheming anything. Andrea hung up. I think she's headed to Home Depot to get her supplies. Listen, I cannot completely advocate this. I don't want anyone else doing it but dubs until I actually get approval from the government that it is indeed a real religion. I'm currently working with my clergy to develop a backstory for what I have created. And then from there, we'll begin to take your donations. And you can move up the ladder on the yardstick. Scott, on line two, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Go ahead, Scott. You there, Scott? Hmm. Having issues with the phones. I think Take your thumb off it. I think that's a dubs thing. Dubs, it's going to cost you an inch. That's the other thing, too, is that I, as the ultimate leader, can decide whether or not it was a good or a no, bad No, you can't. I'm an honest person, and I will honestly tell you when it's a good day oh, so, when it's a bad day. So whenever you committed to it, all of a sudden you're having great days. <laughs> your, your life's turned around. I It hasn't started yet, so these days, these good days don't count. Miraculous what I have come up with. 
I am your leader. Follow me. El Jefe. We'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll continue to take your phone calls. We'll continue to take your donations. It's Jefe on 106.7. And Dubs. Oh, that's right. I forgot. WJFK. Before you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. You're in, you're in the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and Jay Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other is screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling's so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Back in the Hideout, Hefe, Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Make sure you download the podcasts on WJFK.com. They should be updated. Mm -hmm. WJFK.com next week. A very special edition of the Treehouse. No, J Dubs hosts the show. And takes your phone call solo for an entire uh, an entire three hours. Stop it! I uh, know he has already begun uh, holding on to material that he wants to save for next week. I unfortunately have a family emergency that it's I'm... not emergency. You keep on taking these vacations and saying you need more, whining about how much you work, and then getting pissed when I want a weekend off. Again, I have to tend to a family issue in Texas. What's that family issue? My, a reunion? Uh, my little brothers are on the varsity baseball team, so I've got to be there to support them. And uh, just because don't penalize me because I have family values. You do not. April. You have, you're the furthest thing away from family values. You are a supporter of gay marriage <laughs> and different family yeah, I mean, destroying complexes. I mean, I am a supporter of gay marriage, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. About to talk to Joe. Uh, first, April on line three, you're in the hideout. Hey. What's up? I'll come in and do it with you. Alright, Doug. Yeah. There you go. You got oh, April. April is a co-host. Well, why couldn't she do it from the studio? You know, I could... I just got back here from California. I have a lot to talk about. We can... Alright, if we started the show right now, what, with your getting back from California, what would you want to talk about? Um, it's totally different from the West Coast, East Coast. You know, I did not realize that, and that's the kind of insight the Treehouse needs. Thank you for the phone call, April. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Joe? Hello, boys. Hey, there he is, Mr. Hardinger. What's up, man? It is, like, so totally different East Coast, West well, Coast. Well, uh, yeah, well, this is just now starting to come, become uh, apparent mm. uh, to some people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's on tap for Joe Radio tonight? Well, first of all, I was driving in and somebody called you like a sweaty beaner. Uh, yeah. That was my mother. That I, <laughs> That's just not true. You don't sweat that much. <laughs> all right. <laughs> tonight on Joe Radio, Reptoids, dudes. <laughs> yes, we're re revisiting the reptile people from the hollow earth, but I've got a guest from Reptoids.com. Uh, Ooh. John Rhodes, and he's going to fill us all in. And, and quite honestly, I'm fascinated by this. So God, I love it. It's a, it's a huge movement going on. 
the reptile people right. and the believers in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and the underground caves and 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 the government and the secret societies and the Illuminati. It's all on Joe Radio for you. I love it, man. I I, I love what's going on here Saturday nights between, between the yardstick of death and the reptoids. I think we really are building something here. When are you going to do a show on the jackalope? Well, <laughs> the jackalope. Now that that's an urban myth, Dubs. Oh. Yeah, don't be stupid. Yeah, I mean, what are you, an idiot? There's no such thing as a rabbit with antlers. Come on, man. Joe Radio coming up in a mere 19 minutes. Hey, thank you, Joe. Thank you, guys. That's uh, that's Mr. Joe Ardinger. I love that kid. He's great. Mm. Great. By the way, there's a great article on uh, Don Geronimo. Going to be in the post tomorrow. I guess you can read it online. I saw the link for it on DCR TV. Got a good chance to read that, so check that out. But oh, nice. The, yeah, nobody. I mean, we don't want to talk about it all that much. I mean, I. But you know, Don, um, we uh, he's been really, really good to us, and you know, obviously, everyone knows that he is retiring and going on to do new things, and uh, we wish him nothing but the best because it was really. I mean, our time when we were there in late nights, it was because I. I worked up the nerve at a company party to finally go up to him and talk to him. And here's the reason why you had to work up the nerve. Because people around the station, they, they, they spread rumors about Don that just aren't true. Yeah. They tell you you can't look at him in the eye. You yeah. can't do this, that, and the other. Yeah. And it, it's actually the exact opposite. Very. And, and, you know, when we were in studio, we had a great relationship with the Don and Mike show. And it was, Anyway, so look at the article. Read it tomorrow in the post. Or you can you know look at it online. But, uh, you know, we, of course... Um, we love the whole station. Mm. And, uh, yeah, but uh, even Rome. I like Rome. Rack him. Rack him. Slap a tongue on it. So, Dubs, April going to be your co-host this next week as you uh, do the show live and provide quality entertainment to the people. Sure. Show up to the station and you wait for me. Hey, did you see the whole thing about your hero, John McCain, and his improprieties with the lobbyist? What, that? That was in the New York Post? It should have been in the Inquirer or some other rumor mill because it was completely false, completely, um, there was not one bit of fact or truth in the whole article. Mm-hmm. And with the vastly liberal media, it doesn't shock me that John McCain is getting attacked uh, by the paper that endorsed him earlier. Well, maybe they, maybe they don't care, though. Maybe they don't care if he's having relations with some chick. Why would they demonize it like they did in the paper? I don't think they demonized it. I read the article. I think it was something that he put out. Who? McCain? Yeah, to show that, you know, he can still... He didn't put that out. He can still operate, uh, if you know uh, what I'm saying. Lay the pipe, if you will. I think it actually is going to end up being good for McCain. It's really rallied me and the rest of the base up. To kind of get behind him and get over you. I can't. I can't. What? You're really wed to this, aren't you? The wed gimmick, to what? The gimmick. The right wing gimmick. I, you can call it gimmick. I call it the party of truth. Um, but yeah. Listen. I mean, people try to tear down heroes like Reagan, Schwarzenegger. It just doesn't work. Larry Craig. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. You can keep on keep on blasting us. We'll get back up and start a war with someone. Will on line one, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Will, go. I think I can give, give April a run for her money. I've made some startling observations that men and women are different. 
You know what? Here's the thing. Oof. That's the kind of insight the Treehouse needs. And, Will, I'd like you to join I'm, April and Dubs live next week from 6 to 9. I could really bounce off you with that. I will wait out in front of the station. Thanks, okay. Will. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. See you there. Let's go to Will, the pizza guy. Ooh. On line two here in the hideout hey, of William. WGFK. What's up, guys? It's been a long time. Yeah, man. We're back. You, we're... Know, you know, I'd rather hear tapes next week than hear Sergeant Sponge Tongue in the Treehouse. Yeah, no. Hey, I'm just a young man with a dream. Leave me, leave me be. <laughs> All right, Miller, stop it. <laughs> Dennis Miller, like, uh, thank you. Hey, thank I'm you sorry, guys. I need to lift from the right wing. You can give me that. All right. You were a liberal. I was liberal at one point. I, it, and if you go back to the tapes and listen, you can hear that I was liberal. But I found myself saying "but" more times than a proctologist filling out his day planner. Such an ass. What? You're just now you're you are doing Dennis Miller's <laughs> whole thing. Wow. Listen. Is Dennis Miller even heard in DC? Is I, he on anywhere? I, I don't know. I don't keep track of that man. I find him I find his ilk to be well fitting. I, I like the Shut cut up. of his jib. But <laughs> um but yeah, I mean I don't know if he's in DC or not. I don't lift from him, I don't listen to him. Um, 800-636-1067. So anyway, getting back to the McCain thing, what I thought was kind of interesting... Or we can get back to my rant. Yeah. What I found was really interesting, you've seen it before, where you'll have a guy hanging out with someone, and you even tell them, you're like, dude, I don't know if you're hitting it or not, but it doesn't look right, and people are talking. Mm -hmm. So just... Just beware of that. And that's all it seemed that his staffers were doing, whether he was having relations with the uh, with the lobbyist or not. It just looked that way. And is that a crime? Is that even newsworthy? Hanging out with a young chick all the time to where it looks inappropriate? Um, yeah, I think so, especially if he's a lobbyist and he's a straight talker. Well, it was a lobbyist, and that's what lobbyists do. They talk with uh, politicians and senior staffers. And you have, who, are you, they send you the memo now? What Does memo? Does it come straight from the Heritage Foundation? What memo? The talking points that you and O'Reilly, you know, that Roger L. sends you. Listen, I don't get a memo. Right. These are all organic thoughts. Uh, stress on the AOL Instant Messenger says, how was Reagan ever a hero? He never served in the military. Dubs, how do you answer that? Well... He did deploy our military and deploy our economic foundation that you are still reaping the benefits from, no matter how much the Clinton machine destroyed it, burnt it to the ground. You can't, build, uh, you can't burn the house that Reagan built. Rock solid, my friends. It's tough for me to argue with you now. You really seem to have flawless logic. It truly is. And I can tell why right-wing radio does so well. Because it's fascinating. It makes me laugh. It's not there to make you laugh. It's there to make you think. And, you know, make you mad at times. But also make you proud that there are other like-minded people out there. Hey, let me ask you. What are you, uh, you going to be covering next week on the show? Um, my bed. Um, I'm not going to be on the show. So next week, Dubs will have completely new imaging for the Treehouse, and do three hours of rock solid radio with another co-host for you, Eric, on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Yeah, I want to see if I could co-host uh, with Jubs 
and we could do a remote from the Walmart bathroom. See ya! Dubs, any idea if you can uh, do a uh, a special live on location show from a Walmart bathroom? See, here's the story about the Walmart bathroom. Dubs went into a Walmart bathroom in Florida mm. when we were in Orlando, and uh, this little boy started talking to him. Well, here's the backstory. Oh, I'm telling the story. No, the backstory before that. You're gonna the backstory before that. You're going to get three hours next week. I, I am afraid of children because no matter what happens... You can't control yourself. No. I, I have no problem controlling myself and doing nothing with children. I have no problem doing that because there's no urges. But say you're walking, getting a glass of water, and you're hand accidentally brushes up a child there's no way of explaining your way out of that if a kid points at you and says he touched me it's my word versus a four-year-old so anyway dubs is in this bathroom that's not gonna bode well and the kid starts talking to dubs Mm -hmm. and dubs gets really upset well what happens is i'm in the stall and he goes hi and I didn't know what to do, so I said, hi, back. And he asked me, what's your name? I said my name. And then he decides to yell to his mom, mommy, a guy's talking to me. Which is true. You were talking to the kid. Yes, but when you yell that from a bathroom out to your mother, it sounds like uh, it's a guy trying to pick him up in there. Hello. <laughs> so I freaked out. And ran out to my car. I hightailed it out of the not Walmart. Not your car, your my, green my van. conversion van. Yes. And did not make you look guilty at all. Oh, I'm sure it looked terrible. But I need to get the hell out of Dodge. Because you'd be going to prison. No, but it would be a long, long litigation. All right. Holly says that Reagan did serve in the military, Air Force, in World War II. I don't know that. He made a movie, too, where he was wearing an Army outfit. Good enough for me. And that really, yeah, that's way more uh, impressive nowadays. Man, that was... At least it's not some kind of draft dodger. <sighs> All right, Dubs, I think that's going to do it. I'm not going to be here next weekend. Dubs will be taking your phone calls. And, um... Who said this? Someone had a great point on the instant messenger. What's that? Dubs never did his hour-long monologue on XM. You got... <laughs> no. It's been a great week. Um, Dubs. Are you ready to behave? <laughs> oh, this is Walt from the virus. Okay. Walt Afrovirus. Dubs never did his hour-long monologue in X Simpson show. I talked about the arch stick of death on there. Mm-hmm. So he has to make up for it and do a three-hour monologue next weekend. No. I think it's a great idea. No. I'll see you guys in two weeks. El Jefe will be doing this show from Texas. I don't mind, except for I have a family commitment. No, you know, not on Saturday night. You can take three hours out. That's when they're throwing the party for me, man. There's no party for you. There is a party for me. All right, let's, let's go. But nonetheless, I invite you guys to um, begin setting aside your 10% that you will be donating to the Church of the Yardstick of Death. Mm-hmm. Figure that goes to me. The idea that I came up with to save your lives. 
It's my idea. You know, your bits you annoy what. me way more than mine's annoying you. I'll tell you what. I will give you complete ownership of the idea that I created for the Arts of Death if you host the show next weekend alone. I can hear that. Because there's nothing to transfer over. It's already mine. All right, my friends. Joe Radio is up next. It was a pleasure to be in your uh, radios. We thank you for everything, all the support. In case I die on my plane. What would you do if I died? Who would you call first to host the show with you? I don't know who I'd call. There's no one that you haven't secretly thought, man, I could I could bring them down to. No, I haven't. I haven't found someone to uh, pitch my anchor to. Mm. I'm just thinking, you know. And not that I ever fantasize about working with anyone else, but... God, I listen to like 25, but whatever. I just wrote that up during the commercial break. It doesn't mean anything. It was impromptu. It's not like I dream about it. So anyway, my friends, you guys have a fantastic week. Doug will talk to you next weekend. If you need to get a hold of me, I'll be available on MySpace, myspace.com slash El Jefe 7. All right. 5,000. What's wrong? What? The music's about to end. I'm having a conversation with the people. Here comes Joe Radio. Take care. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand.